0: episode we're speaking to patricia lohan patricia is the creator of powerhouse and author of the happy home a guide to creating a happy healthy wealthy life Patricia Lohan helps women make their home magnetic to money, luck, and blessings. She shows you what you don't teach you in school and what lies between the lines on your top secret for tool for success. Today, we're talking about how to optimize your office using the magic of funtory. Let's find out. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And can you believe it? We have Patricia Lohan again. Hello, Patricia. Hi, Gul. It's so good to be back. Thank you so much. Oh, uh, we had such an amazing conversation. Your life journey was so amazing. Back all the way to India, all the way back to Ireland, and then all the way to Bali. What a journey you had. And find a, you, found, you found your partner on the way, spoke, which is amazing. Absolutely fabulous. Uh, listeners loved your story. They got so much inspiration from it. And therefore, I knew we had to have you back for Money Talkie segment. So we are here today on the Money Talkie segment. And today's topic is how to optimize your office using the magical of Feng Shui. So- and let's be without further ado um uh, patricia let's get started so do you want to give a quick background for people who don't know what feng shui is i think most people listening here would do but just just for those who may not be aware uh, just a quick background to feng shui yeah sure so feng shui is an ancient
1: practice um originally um from china and it is about five thousand years old it has overcome many 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 obstacles even being banned in its own home country where it was created and um, because because the um emperors knew how powerful it was and they didn't want it to get into the hands of the normal people because they once they have power you know what can happen so um it is a very very powerful practice that usually when it's translated um it runs with um feng shui translation to good health and good harvest so it's about creating our physical environment to support us with our health obviously and our harvest you know we reap what we sow and this is an ancient practice so So now I like to really, uh, um, first of all, uh, demystify a few things about it, because um, a lot of people may think that it's about interior design or hanging weird trinkets up in their house, like little frogs or stuff like that. Um, I'm not into... (laughs) <laughs> feng shui. and you can put your money frog wherever you want I don't really care I don't have one in my house um and it is not necessarily all about the placement of furniture either so it's um for me what I would consider feng shui is acupuncture for your home so I'm an energy worker for your home and if you went to your acupuncturist she's going to want you to see you in the most vibrant happiest and healthiest way and um, when I work with someone's home I want to see them the most happy the most healthy the most wealthy and the most in love they possibly can be um, and one of the things in this world right now is so huge is in the personal development world is around manifesting and law of attraction and mindset and doing all of that. And I'm a huge like proponent, but I love all of that. But for me, what I have discovered in my journey, but also with my clients, is that you um, can do all of the mindset work, all of the healing mm-hmm. work, clearing all the blocks. But if your house is fundamentally bad for money or bad for people, mm-hmm. it's not going to change. It is a very dense physical energy, um, and there are many layers to feng shui. So when I work with people one-to-one, it's different to um, what I'll be teaching today here, but I will give you the ideas of there's many layers so we can start working on the aesthetic. Even though I have gone to interior designed houses, multi-million dollar homes, and they've been terrible feng shui. So the aesthetic does not necessarily matter. Even if you had an empty house with no furniture in it, it could still be bad feng shui mm-hmm. because the energy is not supportive of the people in there to call in what they want. So mm-hmm. people usually come to me in my world around um, and are interested in functioning when there's something that they are they want to call in but just hasn't started to unfold be it money love babies you know career opportunities fame and um, all of those aspects and what I love is that it, it always works and <laughs> um, once they found me I'm like it's a sign so oftentimes um what we start with the kind of going oh okay I've never thought about this that my home could be blocking it what I want to call in and it's not me because we often are taught like go inwards Mm. it's something you're doing is blocking it and and you know that can be often the case but if you've done that journey already you know, and you've got to a certain place, your energy is rising, but the energy of your house hasn't shifted and it stays the same. And it can, um, and it can really dictate and create a lot of um, issues in people's lives. And and, um, I love releasing all of that and allowing flow and abundance and ease and prosperity and all the good stuff to flow in.
0: Um, And that's what the magic of feng shui does. Awesome, I'm so excited for today's episode, it's going to be such an eye-opener for myself as well, because I have very, I'm aware of Feng Shui, but I have very little knowledge about it, so I'm excited to learn today. So okay, so our topic today is about optimizing your office, so get us started, where do we start with optimizing our office? Yeah, the very first thing I would say about optimizing your office, and I first of all have to say, Cole, I'm very impressed with yours already
1: from what I can see. Oh, Thank <laughs> you! <laughs> So, um, first of all, when we start with an office, I know these are pretty um, crazy times that a lot of people are in now, where we're like working from home and that may not have been your original plan. Like maybe you have a lovely office or cubicle and you're um, in a beautiful office block. But right now, if you are working from home, the first thing I would say to you is just have a look at it. Like when you walk into the space, how does it feel? You know, mm. if it hasn't been customized and kind of created for you to work from home, I want you to start to think how can I make this feel better for me? and mm. um, What is in here that is lining up with what I want to call in and it's in alignment with myself, my career, my business, um, and my goals? So that's a really important thing because oftentimes what happens is we end up, when we do end up working from home, we kind of take a little corner. I'm like, I'll just, sit, I'll just sit here in this corner and jam this tiny, tiny desk and sit here. But actually what I would say to you is like, hang on a minute, you're gonna be there for nearly eight hours a day. Yeah. You know, especially if you're working from like you're work, working your normal job, you're eight hours a day in this space. It is, needs to be, first of all, a place that you're like, I can't wait to come and sit here for eight hours. Exactly. I really want to be yeah. here, yeah. number one. So first of all, it's like the positioning is important. So I know I said like um setup of furniture is not a big part of feng shui. There's only two pieces of furniture that are most important to me with setup. Um and that's when we look at the setup in a bedroom, but also the setup in your office, because they're the places you spend the most time. Yeah. And after that, uh, you, I, you, I don't care where your couch goes, to be honest, or your kitchen table or any of that. It doesn't really matter. But the setup for your office and your desk and your seating position is very important. So i I'm gonna give you the best practice, okay. and then we're gonna give you some ideas of what you can do if you can't get into the best practice because some rooms are not designed in a way to get yourself set up in the best way Um, and that doesn't mean you have to throw out all the principles of feng shui and I just can't do it so I can never feng shui it and I'll never be able to be prosperous or successful in my office. So the very first thing I want to talk about is Um, where you're sitting in your office. So if you have got a space or even if you're sitting at the kitchen table, it doesn't matter. The first thing I would say to you is sit with a wall behind you if you possibly can. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's going to create a sense of support behind you. You know, and there's so many of us on Zoom calls right now. Everyone's on Zoom calls and Zoom Zoom meetings and having the door behind you, like just for instance, of a Zoom call, like right now, like relevant to the moment, someone could just walk in, like they could walk in naked, they could walk in... Like, come in, and you can't see. You so you can't go stop. You know, and the same thing goes when you're sitting with your back to a door. Not only will the door come in, um, will open up behind you, but the energy and the chi is coming in, and it's coming and landing on your shoulders. Mm. So I'm going to give you an example of a client of mine. So I was working on an um her functioning this woman's entire office, um, and she had like many different spaces. Like she like um lots of staff members, and we looked at all of their spaces. But her position, she was the CEO of the business. When you walked into the office, she sat like directly behind the door. And I said to her, do you feel really overwhelmed? Does everything land on your shoulder? Does everyone come and burden the crap on you and land on yourself? And you feel like completely like you're just going nowhere. She burst out crying and she's like, how did you describe my everyday life in here? Like She's just like, oh, And I was like, okay, we need to get you rejaked. And then her husband, who was the CFO, sat over in the corner with his back to the wall, looking at the door, smiling away. It was as if they were running two different businesses. It was absolutely fascinating to witness this because she was like a ball of stress and fear and overwhelm. And he was just like, la 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 la, everything's great. (laughs) But it was just so interesting because you walked into her office and this is exactly how it was playing out. Um, so what we did with her was, I like, first of all was like, we need to get you in your power position. We need to get you as far away from the door as possible because everything was coming straight into her. Mm. The, the CEO should not be the first person, uh, first point of call in mm. any office. You know, it's like the, we need a secretary. You know, you think about like even um, offices in the movies or on, the, on TV, like the big corner office in the far corner. Like it is the further the boss goes in the furthest way away. So you need to create this distance between you and the entrance and um, so you know we don't have all these big corner offices but you do have an opportunity to get yourself with your back to the wall and be able to see the door now that is the optimum the next reason for that also is that if you're sitting with your back to the door and you're up against a wall for example um I actually was po- interviewed in a podcast a couple of years ago and this guy was like I was like it can feel like you're being cornered in and you're like going nowhere and you're pushing against a wall and he was just like basically moving the desk as I was being interviewed he's like you're right oh my god I totally feel like that and just this shift around now it was so powerful because it felt like there was just no space like for growth for expansion so here I am in my office my wall behind me I've got my good chair I can see the door but I have some space in front of me like so I've got this sense of like you know where I'm going and Mm. you know
0: i'm going to talk about alternatives and if you're stuck with you can't do these things in a second i have a question for this so, so yeah. what about the example so i'm just using my room as an example i have the window here and i have the wall here and i have um you know i've got the the wall in the back and then my door is at the far end but it is behind me but it's not immediately behind me it's in the far corner and it opens up and it goes straight so you know the it, so the energy would go straight to the front wall am at the other end of the, of the of that room unfortunately the way the room is there's not much I can do with this yeah what's your what's what, what happens when the door is on that side but it's not behind me but it's still it's behind me but further away at the other yeah, end of the room yeah, yeah for sure so what I would do
1: in that instance is just get a small mirror on your desk like if I was looking and consulting in your office I would probably have a little look around and say "Oh, I wonder could you move to the other wall so you could sit with the back wall behind you and see the door over there which mm-hmm. will be the optimum mm-hmm. now in feng shui we also have personal directions which are our best directions mm-hmm. um, and that's something that's kind of beyond the scope of this yeah. but I would look at like your own personal energy point directions first and be like okay well what's the best are we putting but like overall the ideal is that but now if you can't move your desk you're like, I'm like it's okay you still have a wall behind you you have a really good chair so mm-hmm. this is the thing if someone can't sit with their what with if you can't physically some people's desks are stuck to the walls like mm-hmm. you can't physically move it and that's the way it is get yourself a really strong high back chair, just like mm-hmm. your own. a yeah. great I'm a big, yeah. It's yeah. really good support energetically behind you. The other part of that is like that once you start to turn around and kind of, or have a small mirror on the desk, like, so you may think, oh, feng shui and mirrors. You're not meant to have mirrors facing you and reflecting... But we use mirrors in very subtle ways and one way is that we want to be, them to become our warning sign so when you if you were sitting here and you have you the door was behind you and you had a small mirror there you could see what's coming you could kind of see oh that's john or whoever's coming in and it's actually eliminating that fight or flight energy of that mm. kind of like, what's coming behind me something sneak up behind me so you're really kind of helping your whole nervous system calm
0: as well by having that small mirror there to be able to see it oh, so, okay so the, it, I, mean, I from the corporate my proliferative vision that because like, the room's quite quite long the my proliferative vision allows me to see person coming in um, and yeah. and the mirror would help so yeah, you know, obviously you can put yeah. a decoration piece of mirror in there. would do the doors if they because my doors has um it's literally got mirror you know windows and I it. said it's, it's a window that frame you know the, the English yeah. window frame door it's not yeah. a solid wood door does that make a difference? Does that help at all or have no, any impact it at all?
1: It doesn't make any difference. The door mic structure thing doesn't really matter at all okay. um so it doesn't but what is nice is that sense say for example if you were sitting and your desk is up against a wall so you've talked about the mirror alternative if you just sit um with your back to the door a small mirror or just so it kind of becomes in your view a nice strong chair to give you that sense of support if you can't get a physical wall behind you that you created with a chair um and the other is you know if you are up against a wall and you kind of feel like you're going nowhere i often say to clients like we'll get a picture of like an, an image that feels expansive Mm -hmm. So this was me personally, like I did talk about in our previous um, interview was around like my journey, but our, my desk in the, the business that I ran for eight years was downstairs in the basement. And it was a joke because the big joke was like, oh, she's off to the dungeon. Like literally it was like, it was in the dungeon and there was no windows. Like it was pure dark, like artificial lighting. Like it is not ideal at all. But what I did one day, I was just like, this is ridiculous. Because the whole business had a sea view. Like all the staff, all the customers had sea views. <laughs> and I was like down in the dungeon. Um, So I went out one day and took a big photo of the ocean view and I put like, I got it printed out. So I pretended I made a fake window. In my office to kind of give this sense of expansion and nature into the place but i would also say like have you got your vision boards like are you looking at where you want to go is a really important thing as well
0: oh, so, yeah, so i've never heard yeah, so so yeah so vision, like where are you going so you, you you would recommend putting our vision boards and think you know i think most of you, we're not going to go into vision boards most people you know what vision boards are so if we have a vision board um do you you'd recommend to put that in the office rather than actually in the bedrooms or other rooms so like oh, yeah, I would bedrooms. certainly
1: recommend it in your office over your bedroom um it's definitely too much energy in a vision board to have in your bedroom now if you are in a shared house and there's nowhere else to put the, be- the vision board that's a different story but if you have your own home and you have your own desk and workspace I would certainly recommend having your vision board there because you're kind of awake all the time and you're in that space and it's kind of showing oh, this is where I'm going these are the things I'm calling in so you're really uh-huh. I mean, wow. that on a psychological level which is really great um and you know people often ask me where do I put my where to put your vision board and for me I feel like the office is a good place if you do have that or your workspace mm-hmm. Um, and then with the with the office space, for sure, is just making sure that the things that are in your office are really important. So like what's in your office is aligned with where you're going. Hmm. So I just did a whole decluttering day with uh, members of my community that, on Saturday. And what was so interesting was a lot of them are holding on to and I've seen this time and time again is that you know we all evolve through different careers everyone's heard a million different things I've done in my life um and you know you, you may be like oh I'll hold on to that handbook or that training or I trained to be a lawyer and now I'm this mm-hmm. you know or I trained in this you know um life this is a good this is a really good example someone had their life-saving skills manual in their in their house and they trained in it youngs ago and um one of my colleagues who's a declutterer uh said to the girl she's like well you know if you're in a boat like that and someone's drowning beside you are you going to go look for the guide the manual do you need it like you're not you're going to take action on it you have the information within you So like letting go of anything that's not aligned with what you are doing right now, especially past things like past business um, things or, you know, big projects or things that you did that no longer connected with what you're doing. For me, oftentimes our homes, we can hold on to things that are like shrines to the past. We're also holding on maybe out of fear, like, oh, I need it just in case this doesn't work out. So clearing out anything in your office that does not align with where you're going, like so old client files, anything like that is really important to clear out as well um and then i've i've come across so many other peculiar things in people's offices that are not going to be useful so for example suitcases the children's toys their projects like their artwork there and i know you're laughing it is i have seen the strangest things in people's offices in their workspaces and you're like you know what that all of that kind of thing is like a mental distraction but it also is and de- um, de- uh, dissipating your energy, your attention. It does, yes. Come into your office and be like, this is my work zone. This is where I'm going to get my work done. This is where I have to be most creative, where I have to send my own voices, where I have to call in clients. Where I have to do my... So you need to feel like, yes, this is really good. Um, and I'm just coming back to say, like, I don't know why, someone must be listening that it's sitting on a really wonky chair. But if you're sitting on a wonky chair, you're not feeling supported. Yes. So you want to feel supported. And the same goes for your desk, that it's solid and stable. Like anything that feels unstayed, stable, uh, Unstable or unsteady is going to be mirroring back into your life, into your work, and into your work. Yeah, I just lost it at my table. <laughs> it was solid. Thank God it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is this a solid
1: table? I know. And the thing is, like, what what I would say to you again, like, and that's just about the dissipation of di- energy in terms of all the different things. There's probably people listening who are like, I'm in my bedroom working now, or I'm in my living room, or in my kitchen, or whatever. Um, and I'm like, okay, it's not ideal. But how can you create clear boundaries about when you are working and when you are off mm. so that you really start to create it? So, for example, with one client, a lovely um, woman, she sits at her dining room table to work from every day. And I was like, "That's I don't have a problem with that. Let's get you in the right position. Number one, let's make sure you have a proper chair. Number two let's make sure that between work and off times that you have a special container that all your work stuff goes to and is put away at nighttime. So that, and then then when you get up, when you're finished your work, you lay out new placemats, you put some nice candles, you change it. So it doesn't look like the same space. You want to create that just like little transition point between like the working. And if all the work stays there, your dining room table is never going to feel like your dining room table or your living room or your, you know, it's just, it's always going to feel like that you're still working. So we need to clear it off. Um, and especially if you work from home, I have a client who's literally her um, her career is like completely amazingly um, exploded really well. But one of the big parts for her when she wanted to call in love was that she was always working. She mm. was just work, 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 work. And um, because her office was in her apartment, And I was like, we need to create a distance between you and your work. So she got a closed sign, an open and closed sign. So at the weekend on a Friday, she put the closed sign on the door. She closed the door out and it was closed. And not only was that affirming for her, but it created this huge space in her weekends because she was like, oh, now my business is, I'm off, I'm off. If people message me, I'll message them on Monday. And it created boundaries between her work and her on and off time but also it helped her create space to call in
0: love. Oh love that I love that I love that. And I think become being an energy worker, most of what you're saying is resonating to me on energy letter on energy level so much. That is is basically putting boundaries up energetically mm-hmm. off on. Okay, that's where I'm working, yeah. that's not what I'm working and Everything you're talking about moving furniture or or not or having dog, it's all about energy, the flow of energy and how energy is yeah. supporting you or hindering you. And the idea of I'm, I'm a big fan of decluttering. I do. I mean, I'm quite lucky in in my office. All I have is my current job and I'll say that. The only thing the, I was thinking about when you say this, my son's been working through my my office recently. He has his own desk, his own bed uh, bedroom, but his him, uh, his teacher's quite strict. <laughs> they wanted him to be not in his bedroom, so he had to go somewhere else. So obviously, mummy's office was the one next thing to go. Obviously, because I didn't want him to sit in the tea, in the living room, be distracted with the TV and stuff. So. <laughs> um, and I've got his stuff, but otherwise it's just my stuff, which is really, really helpful. Yeah. But I, I'm quite in the fortunate position where I do have my, I, you know, I do have space in my home and I have office and I've got a new office and I was able to decorate it accordingly. I didn't take a lot of baggage. And because I'm a, yeah. I'm a big fan of decluttering, I get rid of a lot of stuff. I don't bring a lot of paperwork yeah. and other things. And especially my, okay, being a lawyer, I have all those manuals <laughs> i talking about from even the past, the bar exams and whatever, but it's great once your energy is clean and, um, it's, it's, it's supporting you. What about, um, let's talk about windows. What what do we, do windows have any role to play in this? Can they support us or hinder us in any way? So in terms of like a house, um, most of the things, like your windows,
1: your eyes to your home. Mm-hmm. So your house is, and and really, when you think about your windows, like keeping them clean, like that's really the main thing. So you can see what's coming. So so you, so you can see what's what, where you're going. Um, and when it comes to in terms of like amplifying or improving it, it's really just about being mindful of the space on that kind of on that um aesthetic layer mm-hmm. for sure. And like even just in terms of like your son being in your office right now, you know that's not a permanent thing. And second of all, it's fine if his stuff is just there on that side for that bit of time and yeah. um, but it's when there's like an uh, uh, for me it's when there's like an overload of things that are not Um, not aligned work and you know for example it just comes into mind a client of mine who was um, you know they were they wanted to have children Mm -hmm. so I get to her office to her bedroom and there right beside her bed beside her her on her in her bedroom beside her husband's side of the bed was a stack of paperwork like this a high of work files and I was like so he's sleeping with his work and she was like, oh, I didn't think of it that way. And mm-hmm. um, so that, like, I and mean, we were like, we have to get that out of the bedroom. You know, that's going to affect your sleep. It's going to affect your intimacy. It's just like, where is his attention going to be going? Like the stack of paperwork or you? And mm-hmm. um, so there was a huge, cl- like, we had to really look at, like, where are you doing your work? How are you doing it? And where is, you know, and, and especially for what are your bigger visions are? Like, that's the important thing is like, what are your intentions for what do you want to call in and making sure that each space, lines with that
0: lovely absolutely lovely so we've talked about um having that making sure that you have a solid desk making sure you have a solid um a really good chair um ideally a wall behind you like I heard it, otherwise um, um a really solid chair to so give you the support all of these actually seem to be more common sense things than anything else and it's not like <laughs> it, it, it's, and I love it because I, 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 I talk about this all the time you know simp- this power and simplicity and usually going back to basics it actually helps you more than find trying to find this magic pill somewhere which is going to all, all of a sudden explode your business so we've got a solid, a solid desk a solid chair making sure that you um practically are able to see who's coming into your energy space of office or the offer uh, the door should be um in front of you if not put a mirror there to reflect the, uh, reflect it and keep your space clean um declutter it not have not too many manuals and other stuff into it um what else what else can we do to optimize our office so with the office space um m- the most
1: important thing then is like making sure that you're thinking about you know that idea of where you're going so I love having like inspirational- oh, the quote. in your face like artwork that aligns that you want and the other part that I like am recommending is having like a family photo on your like around you you know if you do have a family like you want to connect with like why am I doing this what's my bigger picture you know whether it's your vision board but also your family picture to be like this is this is what it's all about like this is why I'm here you know so that's an
0: important aspect as well okay I love that so I uh, forgot the vision boards, I'm Having vision board actually in your office rather than in the bedroom, which is a very big tick for me because mine's in my my bedroom. And I wondered why, because I've never been a big fan of vision boards. I don't really, you know, use them that often. But this makes more sense because I see it maybe twice a day in the morning and the evening. Yes. And because most of the time I'm not in my bedroom, I'm actually in my office or the rest of my house. Whereas mm-hmm. if it's in my office, I'd see it at least t- eight to ten hours a day, even in the passing, because it's there in front of me, which makes so much sense again, common sense. But you don't yeah. think about it, do you? It's just not. Yes, it's a personal thing. It's my personal vision board. It should be in my in my bedroom, and somehow this thing that oh, okay, um it's no, it's part of my vision. So it's part of my office, right? It's my part of my yeah. grander vision. For so, sure, for so sure. So we we add in the pictures of our families, which by the way I, have, <laughs> I already do. I've got a picture of my mother. Um, my biggest motivation for why I'm going to move in life is my mother to, to even though she passed on when I was 21, everything I do goes back to her. So it's, it's funny how I've been putting these things in subconsciously. Now that you're re- I'm now that I'm listening to you, I'm realizing, well, there's a reason for it because it reminds me that that is a woman I'm doing everything for. And that was her vision, bigger vision for me. So my motivation yeah. comes from a mother and it's, it's same thing. It's reinforcing the idea. But I know yeah. how, now I'm going to, by the way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back and say most of the things you've said I have implemented, apart from the getting the mirror for the door, which I will, I have. And I can absolutely vouch since moving into this home and having set up my office the way it is, my business is exploding and, You know, in terms of the amount of money is coming to me and the opportunities coming to me and the way things are coming to me in my book and the podcast is doing very well as well and everything else. So it does, it really does happen. I just thought, yes, I'm very good. When did you work? I'm very good at what I do. But I didn't realize I had implemented majority of the things you just said to me. And I have seen it work. It works like, it really does work like magic, doesn't it? It does work
1: like magic, and you know the other thing that you have behind you, which I like recommending in people's offices as well, is you know plants, like things that represent growth and upward yes. growth, and that sense of expansion and nature. And um, you know, as I said before, feng shui is acupuncture for your home, and it is all about getting the chi correct and getting that energy flowing. So the fact that maybe I don't know what your old situation was with your workspace, but like now you've the old was I was in I was in
0: working from a kitchen table. That's what it was.
1: So now you've created this dedicated sanctuary to your business and it's actually just kind of grown with it and said, of course, now you're ready. This is it. Um, and when you do that and create it, it is so powerful, like so powerful. And, you know, I might be you may be hearing from people who are like, oh, or you maybe like, someone who's like working in their bedroom right now? And they're like, I can't. I don't have the thing. I'm in my office. And I would say to you, if that is you, like start like creating a Pinterest board for like your dream office, you know, start thinking about that. All of the things like I. Always dreamed of having my own office, and like everywhere we always go now, I have this like, a dedicated space that I love. I've, you know, and all. How can you add to make it easy, you know? So I was in this office for a while. And um, one day I was like, we've lovely white floors, like a special kind of, um, I don't know, concrete floors, but they're all white. Um, And but they're like cold. There's heat heat, heat underneath them. And then one day I was like, do you know what I really want is a really nice soft rug? Like, so I have this beautiful, cozy rug underneath my feet every day. That's just so cozy. That feels really good. So it's Mm. like all... Like, what are the nuanced things that you can add into it? So if you are working in your bedroom, can you put a little rug under your toes? And even at nighttime, say, if it is your bedroom, you're working from home, from your bedroom, like put a throw over the desk at nighttime, like create that little boundary for yourself and just and like set it up. I have functioned loads of clients' bedrooms and we have created these boundaries. They've got themselves a the good chair. They've tweaked it. We've set them up correctly. So Don't be kind of like, oh, I'm not, I'm not like Patricia and Gull, I can't have a big, I don't have the space. And the thing is Gull's exact perfect example Mm -hmm. that like she grew her business from where she was and thought about and knew she wanted this bigger space to create it. Um, And that's really what the whole idea of um, Feng Shui is, is like optimizing the space and the energy so that it supports us to soar and to really call in what it is that we want so that's a, it's a it's just a beautiful process and you know for me what's unfolded in this journey with my clients is that when we set up their offices we set up their bedrooms we set up the energy correct so um we do that what happens is it's not just the you know it's like oh it feels good it's not about feeling good and gold already just kind of given that idea that you know her business has grown so hugely and mm-hmm. um, our money starts to flow opportunities yep. start to flow all the things that we really want to start to flow into us and um, because as we are set up correctly for it and all of that inner work that we've been doing all of that internal work all of that clearing all of that energy raising we've been doing for ourselves finally gets to actually go to the next level because the house is then the energy of the house is raising and it's going whoa
0: okay let's go and it takes off Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing such amazing tips and your wisdom with us. Patricia, where can we find you and how I mean, actually, let's talk about this a bit further. How do you help with people? Do you help with the one to one or do you have group programs?
1: Yeah, so um, I work with people in two ways. One is um, I work with people one-to-one. Um, so we work on a journey going through their home and, and making sure the energy is correct. But I also have um, my signature program called the Powerhouse Program. And essentially what it is, is about turning your house into a powerhouse to call into in whatever it is that you want, whether it's money, ble- money, love, luck or blessings or loads of TV appearances. <laughs> I have one client who's been on TV every time she does a feng shui recommendation, she's on TV. She's like, but try nuts like you know we know the ripple effect of grading media coverage in your business so it's them um, it's all of that so that's um I work with people with that program and it's an amazing community of other powerhouse women who are all growing and expanding with bigger visions to step into and um yeah we we have a yeah a beautiful community um of just incredible women and we all activate
0: our homes together and kind of rising tides all rise up together awesome 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 okay so um where can we find you patricia how can we get in contact with you
1: yeah so you can find me at patricialohan.com and um that's where I also have a guide to teach um I have some other int- uh, I have a guide at patricialohan.com forward slash office that's a guide to feng shui your office and there's I think some more things in there I also have a guide on money which is patricialohan.com forward slash money how to five ways five sneaky ways your home could be sabotaging your success um and you can go there and find those guides I'd love for you to join my powerhouse pop-up group where I share lots of insights and tips and little simple things you can do around your house every day to just amplify and improve that energy um okay. and I've done lots do, you challenge. The, do you have the link for your group program as well that we can go yes yeah. so um the that that is available from my um from my website as well but if you okay. just go to okay.
0: shalohan.com um and i can I can share it with you as well okay probably so just the reason why I'm saying this because all the links that produce just mentioned so if you're listening to some podcast there all the links will be up and in the show notes and if you're watching this YouTube down below you'll have all of them in the description so we we do make those links very um, easy and accessible for you that's why i was asking you for patricia but we will have them for you do connect with patricia she is awesome someone i'm actually looking to work to actually find out how else i can improve my home and and work on the things which are um i don't think they anything missing but there's always ways to improve your life and i'm looking to do that so i highly recommend you go and um, connect with patricia too and see how she can help you thank you so much patricia we have to have you back we have to have you back another time I'm teaching another topic on our money talkie segment so until <laughs> the next time thank you so much Patricia. thank you so much have a great day happy feng Shuiing. thank you Patricia for those listening thank you so much for joining me I will be back on another money talkie segment talking to another amazing entrepreneur another amazing mentor who will be teaching us how to improve our business thank you so much until the next time I meet this is Girl Khan signing up take care and bye for now